Freebooters Network. Hi, this is Devin Track with the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to 40K Radio. Ooh, what a strange voice you're hearing. It's not Matt. It's that annoying screeching nails on the chalkboard, J.F. Dubot. How are you guys doing? I'm here with Ashley. My, Matt's not here. I can't remember yeah, why. Yeah, he's a bum. No, is he's this, not a bum. Is this something medical again? Yeah, yeah. He's got some. He's got some. He's got some stuff going on, and so he's taking a little time. And and in the meantime, you're stuck with us. Which is good because we're the only ones that went to Adepticon. That other voice you're hearing is, of course, Ashley Eaton, who is um, our other co-host. You're you're not hearing her in her usual crystal clear clarity because uh, her, her computer died and she's on I her don't, phone. Oh, God. Yeah, so don't update your laptops literally ever or it'll die. It was like I'm gonna I'm gonna take 45 minutes to do this update and then I'm gonna restart and everything will be fine. It was a lie. It was a lie. I, it never turned back. Never turned back on. Now I'm taking it apart. Yeah, it's terrible. Right, this is the most ad hoc situation that we've had on 40K Radio as far as recording is concerned. Yeah, uh, I think so. Everything around me is duct tape. I I don't know how Matt <laughs> usually does this. We were gonna use a, a, a website called Zencaster to do the recording, but it doesn't work through mobile. So we're we're using Skype's really terrible recording thing but we've we haven't done an episode in so long i, I feel like we kind of need to do this guerrilla thing the answer is please forgive us for all of this nonsense part of it is my fault because obviously laptops you know how that rolls um but i'm actually moving house um in a couple of days and so i'm going to be unable to record for possibly three weeks until i get myself together again um so this is the we're sorry uh but this it is what it is episode <laughs> so strap well, in is, is it just going to be me and matt is matt going to be back i i, I don't know how I, the schedule I know. We, works we, we we are all gonna figure this out as we go, and we're just gonna we're just gonna ride with it. We're just gonna ride. I'm really looking forward to this to, to, to our recordings being stable and regular again. It would be but, so great. We don't know what we're doing. If does it show? It shows. Anyways, that being said, all the apologies behind us. Talk. Speaking of regular, let let's do our regular thing. Let's talk about what we've been doing in the hobby. I'm I'm gonna. Put a caveat though. Let's skip the Depticon because that's going to be obviously our main subject of conversation. But apart oh, from the Depticon, like literally the only thing I've done. Really? Even before Depticon, no, no, uh, no last-minute painting and assembling or packing. Um, n- no, because I didn't finish my army. What? Don't. I know. I know. I can Wait, hear what? the judgment. I can hear the judgment in all of your voices. Wait, re- remind me what you were supposed to play. You were supposed to be on the friendly, I don't, right? I don't, I don't know. I was gonna oh, play. Okay. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't even want to tell you what I was gonna play because it's no excuse. Wait, it's was it like excuse. a war band thing? Was it like a, something with Maybe. kill team, like with five it figs? It might have been. It, you didn't it finish been five team. figs. I didn't. When, uh, it would have been. It would. It would have been nine. Um, in my defense, and no, I did not. And you're gonna be really angry at what I quote unquote accomplished. I, uh, was it are... was it every was it everything because I did nothing. Um, I, uh... My my weeks before Depticon were essentially finishing the two armies I was responsible for my friendly army, which I've, I mean admittedly was kind of a secondary responsibility. It's not a priority because 
at any moment I could have switched out for another army I have lying around. But I'm right. stubborn and pig-headed, so I plowed ahead. Well, no, I, not you. No, 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 of course not. Why would I do that? And, but uh, more importantly, I was also responsible for a large majority of the models of our 4,000-point team tournament army. Oops. Let me tell you, I was behind on schedule quite a lot. Yeah, no, I, uh, I can't say I'm surprised and shocked by that in any way, shape, or form. This was, so, I mean, I guess we have to talk about Adepticon. There's no burying this lead. Well, I mean, this is, this was, this was, this was the plan, wasn't it? It was, it was, but I'm trying to keep some structure. Like, in Matt's absence, I'm trying to keep some structure, but clearly this is going to go off the rails. Yeah, I don't know know why you thought that was going to (laughs) work. No, no either. I'm, I I guess I'm sober today, so I figured might as well try to be reasonable. Well, well, that makes fun of us, I guess. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. That's your computer problem solved right there. Don't update yeah. drunk. I wasn't. I had a beer. Don't don't. Oh, don't beer do, nothing. No. Right. Well, I mean, I'm a lightweight. You all saw me at Adepticon. I got a little a little cray cray. I did not see you at Adepticon, and that is you going to be. Right, son of a bitch! I saw I you twice, saw you... but you were so drunk. You don't think you remember? No, no. I, I, remind, I remember seeing you once. You came, you came to hang out at the friendly. I think you I saw you. Gave me a beer. We were yes, not not a beer. It was a, it was a, an, it was a cider, spice cider, cider, very good cider yeah. brewed by one of my teammates, Tony, who uh, he, he's an award-winning brewer. So you know, you know, you were getting good stuff. So, but I, we were ships passing in the night. I barely saw, I saw yeah. Devrim once. Oh, I saw okay, now, so basically, like, twice. I basically, like, was attached to Devrim's hip for, like, half of the show. Like, I, everywhere I went, there was Devrim. It was great. He's fun. Devrim's great. I missed him. I, I went to the bar, and he wasn't was there. Talking, talking all of the time with him. Well, we did a lot of stuff with the tour, too. Don't forget, we were both on tour. Right, and that's that's gonna be like my question. Like, I want you to demystify why I did not see a, like a significant percentage of my friends because they were with Geek Nation tour. Like, you tell me what you guys were up to that, that prevented me from hanging out. Uh, you were busy yes. when we were free, and we were free when you were busy. No, that that was your cue to like. You know, talk about what you did at Depticon and like. Yeah, no, no, I'm totally gonna do that too. But, but that was that was our ships passing in the night problem. Right. No, absolutely. I have no doubt about uh, that. Like, yeah, Depticon yeah. is a busy time for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did, I did um, mostly uh, entirely painting seminars because I I wussed out on the 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 team tournament or the the team tournament <laughs> the kill team tournament because I am a jerk who couldn't paint nine models because I'm a jerk. <laughs> I, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be lenient and say probably not a jerk, probably was busy, had things, looking for an apartment or house or whatever you found. Well, so yeah, let's, let's talk about that real quick. I'm moving into a new house and I'm going to have a painting room. (gasps) Coincidence? I am moving into a new apartment, two floors above my current apartment. And I, too, oh. will have a hobby room. I've done that. I've done that also. It's super fun. I moved across the courtyard um, rather than up a couple of steps. But, no, it was super. It was a super good time. And, I uh, can't wait to just move. I don't even have appliances to move because I'm getting all new appliances. Everything cool. is, like, it's just furniture. 
I don't own any of my appliances. Well, I don't, I don't own the appliances here either. That's why I need to like get new ones. And so I'll just buy a bunch of beer and pizza, get some of my friends over, we'll lift things up two flights of stairs and, and drink and eat, and, and eat pizza. It's going to be great. Love it. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm moving in with some friends and I'm going to save a whole boatloads of money on rent. And I am going to uh, have a hobby room. Yeah, have a hobby room. Well, so, okay, so you guys, y- you remember that super awesome, amazing uh, gaming table that I bought a million years ago, right? Right. You received it, but you haven't received the panels, and you never installed got, it. It's very complicated. I got all the stuff. I have all the things. Um, and now, finally, 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 I can actually uh, put it together. Because we're going to have this super cool basement where we can play all the games. And... So it's yes, it's got it's it's a it's a huge house. It's um it's gigantic. Um, we we're we're paying for it, but um you know it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty great. Um, but we've got a we've got an extra bedroom, um, and that is what is turning into the painting the painting studio, and then we're gonna have the like the whole like master gaming area in the basement, where we're gonna set up my big table, which is big enough to play, um, full games of 40k. Um, but also conveniently converts into a regular table that we can play D&D in on Thursdays. So here's my question. Your roommates are also, they're also gamers, they're also 40k and fantasy. Or- yes, I'm moving in with this huge bunch of nerds. I'm so excited. You, you know, you know that you are, that means that you're on the precipice of basically like, because I mean, you're going to have your setup, and after a few yeah. months, you could easily put a rig with a camera and you could start streaming games and streaming some painting things. <laughs> Already, already started planning it out. I'm looking at cameras. I'm getting advice on cameras. I am already halfway on top of it. It's amazing. Okay. That's very good. I, I am, I'm wondering who I want to play for the first inaugural 40k game on the table. Oh, it would be it cool would, if you could get someone. If it would be one of you guys, but. You live. Far and I'm that far. I, I I do live significantly closer to Matt. I will admit, um, yes. than to you. But um, you know what? You know what? Yeah, it is what it is. It and, would be uh, awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like I would love to. And if if I had the discretionary income to do so, I would totally fly down to her game. Isn't that always the way? Isn't that always the way? Plus, didn't we just spend all of our money at Adepticon? Because I did. I did so, not. So broke. I didn't actually buy that much stuff. You know where most of my money went? Booze. Yeah, I was gonna say probably booze. Yeah. All right. So so walk me through Adepticon because I've never done G- uh, Geek Geek Nation tour Adepticon and I kind of want to hear all about it. Uh, okay. So um, it's super fun. Uh, that I mean I I I feel like goes without saying to a certain extent. Um, so one of one of the things that I like about the tour is it's very plug and play. Um, you don't actually have to do a lot of stuff. Terrace does it for you, which is my favorite part because I like to spend money so I don't have to do things, um, like plan stuff or organize things or any of that shit. Um, so you get picked up from the airport by the tour. 
um, with um, someone possibly who is arriving at a similar time. So um, even before I left the airport, I already made friends um, because I've made some uh, pals waiting for our transfer for the airport. Um, and then, of course, you know, I mean, you know, this is not my first time doing the tour. So I knew some people already, which was nice. Um, but met some new people, too. Um, so, yeah, so you get picked up from that. You get picked from the airport. You go. You check into the hotel. Um, you basically, like, that's it. You get started. And then the very first night on Wednesday, we have what is called the welcome dinner. Where, I've been to one of those. Yeah, yeah. So Terrace, Terrace comes, you know, and, you know, we sort of, like, start, you know, introducing ourselves to each other. We start meeting all the other people on the tour. And, oh, excuse me. And then... Um, you have dinner and they bring to you your swag bag. So you don't have to sit in line with a whole bunch of scrubs because we're the cool people. And did I mention it's a VIG bag and not a regular bag? Yeah, that's okay. Let me tell you what the swag this year was off the hook. Um, we had to like most of us had to carry our swag back to our rooms um, in two trips because none of us are physically capable of carrying that much crap all at once. Um, so, but you know, so we you know we don't have to we don't have to wait in line. We don't have to do any of that shit, which is nice. Um, I personally prefer, um, you know, just showing up and and then Terrace feeds us and we have a good time and we laugh and we talk about games and. You know, traded traded stuff in our swag bags, which was super fun. So and the time I was there, because a lot of people were caught at the airport, so there was some spare room, and Terrence just grabbed me and my brother to to participate. There was some uh, some other sort of celebrities that were at the, the welcome dinner. Is that still uh, the case? No. And I mean, we, gaming we, celebrities, like not real celebrities. Um, I don't think we had any at the welcome dinner. We have the we have the podcast. Well, there was there was like done. there was and Ashley. Then we, we have the industry leaders dinner, which is also a different thing, because because there's different stuff every night. Um, are you sure you're not talking about the industry thing? Um, no, but I, back then there wasn't an industry dinner. Back back when I did the when I was at the okay. welcome dinner, there was no industry dinner. So maybe the, these two things kind of got separated into two things. No, because I did, I I did the tour three or four years ago. We did the industry dinner. Anyway, Terrace could answer these questions because he knows what he's talking about. Um, and the whole weekend is, is a blur for me. So, um, but anyway, there's, there's, you know, there's, you know, you meet everybody and whatever. And that's Wednesday night. That's really before the con gets started. Um, and then we did um, Podcasters Night, which obviously I was a part of. Um, and then we had the Industry Leaders Night, and then we had bowling night bowling night was awesome we went out to this i'm not even sure how to describe it it is it is obviously it is a bowling alley but it also is an arcade and also a bar with food and is, is this level 247 or whatever or the because we we traditionally after the team tournament me and my team we go eat at this there's, pac-man bar there's, there's a gi- yeah there's a gigantic pac-man when you walk in that's exactly what it was yeah, that's absolutely um, was, the place. Yes, that place is awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was very cool. Um, and so that's what we did. Um, I really liked it. Um, we had a lot of fun. Um, made a lot of friends. Did a lot of cool stuff. Um, 
And then we had the closing dinner, which was um, on Sunday night. And traditionally, what we'll do um, on Sunday night is uh, D6 Generation will do their, like, big, like, board games night. And we'll, like, play board games until midnight. Um, but for whatever reason, they had to leave early. So what we ended up doing was breaking open all of our own swag and playing all of our own games that we brought or that we bought while we were at the con. See, usually, usually I'll go to the D6 generation thing and I couldn't find anything uh, this year. And I was kind of very, I was really bummed about That's it. Fine. I was looking That's to fine. Because they had to pack up and they had to leave early. Well, that sucks. So how, how about your seminars? I don't know any details other than that. Um, it's fine. I mean, they probably there's there's a plethora of reasons why they might have had to leave early. So yeah, I, I get I mean, it. Like these guys no, are really... I don't know that. Yeah, and you know it it, it it sucks, but you know shit happens. Because um, it it is it is definitely one of the 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 highlights of my my Adepticon is you know getting to try a new game at that event. Um, but I got to try a new game anyway because um um oh my god I'm gonna I'm gonna lie to you about who makes this game real quick. Let me. Uh, let me think about it real hard. I want to say Mantic, but I feel like I'm lying are, to you. Which game are you talking about? The, the Invasion ah, thing? No, no, I'm not lying to you. It is Mantic. Um, so Mantic, actually, um, one of the things that they did on, on the Industry Leaders Night was they let us play their Hellboy game that they just, um, they did a Kickstarter for, I guess it was last year or the year before. Um, they just finally released it for... Um, um for uh, open release so all the all the Kickstarter backers have their Kickstarter copies coming out and they were selling some production copies at Adepticon um, and they actually ran us through a demo of it which was super cool um, and then I actually got to run a demo of it on Sunday night because I was the only one who'd played it. <laughs> So I would so like to apologize to all the people who I ran that demo for because yeah, I only so you got roped in to do the demo. Well, no. So Mantic actually gave us gave the tour a copy to to, to raffle off as like a prize, um, and everybody was like, "Oh, well, let's play it again," because you know we didn't really have any games to play because well we had we had you know we had some games that people had brought or whatever to play, but because the D six guys were out, um, that was what. That was what people wanted to play. And I was like, okay, well, I'll run it. And I just sort of faked my way through it. Because <laughs> I'd only played it once, like, two nights before. Well, that's and, uh, were, were you sober my... the first time? Mostly. Okay. Well, there you go. Mostly. See? Mostly. Uh, also, mostly the, during the, the, the demo. In my defense, I had beverages before I knew I was running a game. Um but, you know, you know how it goes. You never need to justify drinking at Adepticon. Unless you're under 21, then you definitely need to justify it and tell us who made you drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to you need to behave yourselves. Um but no, I, I had I had a really great time on the tour. I made I made a lot of a lot of, made a lot of new friends this year. Um uh got reacquainted with some friends I haven't seen since the last time I went to Adepticon, which was two years ago. Um, I always like it, and I, I, you know, I like being able to get a VIG bag without any hassle. I like being able to sign up early for stuff, again, with no hassle. Um, I'm really about the no hassle, um, in my life. Everything else, uh, everything sucks and is terrible, so, you know, why, why do it the hard way when you can do it the easy way? And the easy yeah. way has many advantages. 
Adepticon is definitely a, an oasis in what can otherwise be a sea of bullcrap. Yeah, no, it's bad. Um, and well, and especially like so. For for me personally, um, I had some I had some I had some stuff going on like immediately before Adepticon, so it was nice to to get away and not have to think about any of that. Uh, right. A while. Because, yeah, nobody nobody wants to deal with any of that stuff. So, yeah. Cryptic, but I think everybody understands. Well, well my dog died, like, oh, a couple days ago. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that in so, the pre-show. Yeah, like, yeah, she's, she's my baby. And, I, you know, I had her for, for nine years, and and she died very suddenly, and it was very distressing. Um, and... Yeah, so it was really nice to go and see a lot of good friends and make new friends and just have a really nice time with a lot of cool people and get away from all that and also forget that it's tax season. I, I was going to ask, like, uh, how, how how much into tax season does that, like, take you? Uh, well, it's done now. It's over for me forever until Fantastic. next year. Fantastic. That is the best news. <laughs> So basically, you didn't get to do Kill Team because you were too busy and too beaten down to actually finish painting, but you did seminars. Yeah. I did, I did. So I did, um, I did a seminar. What did I do first? It's a good sign that you don't remember. And well, I'm trying to remember the order of things, and I'm not. I'm failing the order of things, so I'm just going to start rattling off things that I did. I did a really cool seminar with Matt DiPietro where he painted a really cool bust um, by um, Lucas Pena, who is a really cool sculptor who I really like, and I buy a bunch of his busts and stuff. Um, and he basically just sat there and, like, showed us this really interesting technique for, like, he, he did, um, he did like, a shading uh, on the miniature. So he, he, he primed it black and then, like, highlighted it white and then fill, used, used the white paint to fill in more of the extreme highlights to sort of bring in sort of the gradient more. Mm -hmm. And then he basically just glazed the skin tone into this miniature over top of it. And it was, I mean, if I hadn't seen it happen, I wouldn't have believed that's how he had done it. It was unbelievable. Um, but he, st he didn't start with the skin tone. What he started was with, this is like a, a cool, interesting, like, like, like skin tone painting theory is is the the idea that like you're sort of like the top of your head and like the top of the bright brightest spots are going to be sort of yellowish because of like the ambient light and then like your mid face with your cheeks and everything is a little bit rosier because in your nose especially um and then underneath you have sort of these like little blue hues underneath especially if you like got guys with like five o'clock shadows and whatever and then you know and so making making sure that you get those gradients into the face makes it look more realistic so he glazed all of that in for us and we're like all right man whatever he looks like a party clown and then he glazes over the skin tone a couple of times and then we're like what because it was amazing it was amazing and I, like I said I, I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't seen it myself and then he put in some like some like liver spots because the miniature was like a really old guy and I just oh it was just fascinating and I did a really cool um seminar on transparent cloth where it was yeah, so so Rhonda Bender, she does a lot of the painting for Dark Sword miniatures. So if you look, if you look on their website, she does a bunch of their studio paintings. Um, 
and she's super nice. I've taken seminars with her before. I really like her, her classes. And so this one taught us how to paint translucent cloth, like if, like if it's wet or something like that. Um, it was fascinating and I nailed it. I nailed it. I learned a cool new technique and it actually like looks like it's supposed to. Obviously, you know, I got to, you know, go in and refine it and, you know, try it more or whatever. But the desired effect was achieved. That's amazing. And That's very cool. I'm very excited about it. I so know. It was, next, it was next army is going to be just a bunch of ladies in sheer clothing. I mean, I'm, I'm down with that. It's perfect. I'll. That's, I'll that's, that's probably not exactly how it was going to go. Um, but you know, you know, you know how it goes. Um, but so, um, so I did, I did, I did, I did that one. I did, um. I did another. I did another class with her, um, which is sort of like how to like level up from intermediate to advanced, like things to things to consider, things to look at, like how you want to approach, you know, the the miniature and the ambiance of the figure and all kinds of other stuff like that. That was really cool. Um, oh, I remember the very first thing I did, and I can't remember because it was the very first thing, was I did a freehand um, a freehand class uh, with um, Francesco Ferrabi. Mm-hmm. And you might know that name because he's one of the guys who uh, uh, placed in the Crystal Brush. With, I didn't uh, pay too much attention to the Crystal Brush this year. I'm probably well, just going to review it later. It blew your mind. Um, but yeah, he did. Um, he he might have been best overall. Um, now that I think about it. Um, but anyway, we did this like this like freehanding thing, and he was just sort of like, yeah, I just sort of do this and do it like this and this like this, and like you know, of course, this thing was completely amazing, and everybody else was like. That's not true. Everybody, everybody else did something super amazing, and I was like, "Eh, here's a weird raven. Thanks, guys." Uh, <laughs> like it didn't. I don't know. I I wasn't really like my like my 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 brain wasn't in the game yet. Um, and and then I did um I did like a a special class which was really cool, um which was part of Geek Nation tours um with James Wapple. Oh wait, yeah, I've, I've heard about that. He he brought a figure for us. And we got to paint it, and it was the coolest thing ever. Because he was just sort of like walking around and be like, and he came over to me, and he was like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "I think that looks really great. You, you really did this really well." And then I died, be- happy, because James Wobble liked something that I painted, and I will hold on to that forever, because it was wonderful. That just joyous feeling that that he liked something I painted will live with me forever. And uh, that was fun. That was another part of the tour. Um, and then we did um, what the heck else did we do? I I I, I don't know. I tried so many things. Um, oh my gosh! I did uh, I did the the Nurgle Don't Surf with the narrative guys. What, and what is that exactly? Oh I've my god! It was okay. Talk about it. Cause it was awesome. That's why they were talking about it. So so what it was is it's like a narrative based scenario that they made up where you they have predetermined war bands for you and what you do is you show up and they say here's you know there's 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 um two people to a side um as far as players and then there is the game master and then there's the two guys who are playing the bad guys who shockingly are nurgle in this scenario and so there's three of them and four of us and they each give you like a, a, a couple of a couple of, of guys to control. Um, 
Um, each each person had, I think, two units. Um, at least on my side, we had two units. So we played as Space Wolves, and they had this um, this uh, it was four by twelve table, I think it was. Um, they had two mats, two mats together. Um, it basically, you know, made it. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was four by twelve, and they had this whole scenario set up with like a river down the middle and trees and and all this other stuff and basically what we had to do was is we had to get our i had a i had a wolf priest and i think the other side had a rune priest and we had to get them onto the patrol boat that was going up the middle of the river at a certain specific time and um but along the way, we kept running into, like, all these Nurgle guys, and they would, like, pop up out of nowhere, and they were jumping out of the trees and all this other crap. It was rude, just rude. They were they were coming up all over, you know, out of everywhere. And um, and we actually, you know, we got to the end, and then they spawned one of the, the big, massive Papa Nurgle demons, great and we and killed him. Yeah, yeah, the great and clean one. And um, thrilled playing Space Wolves. That's like your jam. Oh, so excited. I was I was real excited. So he was like, "Hey," he was like, "So who has space wolf experience?" And me and the guy I'm standing next to both go, "Me." And he's like, "Great, you guys are playing on different teams." <laughs> they wanted to spread around the space wolf knowledge to both sides. And um, so so I played with I played with a, another guy who wasn't very familiar with space wolves, and he played with a guy who wasn't very familiar with space wolves. And um, so we were like strategizing and like trying to figure out, you know, like how we were gonna, because we were on different sides of the river. So so me and me and my guy on our side of the table were were you know doing our own thing, and the other guys on their side were sort of doing their own thing. But eventually we had to like converge at the same spot um, in order to be able to win it. And the very last roll that we had is when we killed the Grand Clean One. The very last roll, we nailed it with the very last, the very last wound we possibly could have made. Epic and, climactic uh, finale. It was very climactic, and uh, yeah, no, it was fun. It was it was cinematic. It was it was cool. They they were super neat. Um, they were really cool guys. I really enjoyed playing it, and I hope that I see them at events again in the future because I will one thousand percent sign up for it. My only regret is that it was an adventure hall and it was very noisy and I had a hard time enjoying the cinematic game master experience part of it because we could only sort of hear him because it's very loud in that building and very loud in the in the main hall. Yeah, it, it it gets crazy. I don't I don't know what time you were doing it to because if it was roughly at the same time as say like the friendly or team tournament, that is some raucous hours. Yeah. It was it was like the middle of the, it was the middle of the day when everybody else was going on. So yeah, there's there's no way of getting any quiet at those times. No, that's awesome. That sounds like a cool event. It's kind of bummer that like because it's something that they definitely could have set up in one of the smaller rooms because it didn't need a lot of space. They were only doing four of us at a time, um, which makes sense because you know it's you know it's 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 narrative based and you know you want to be able to tell the story and whatever. Um, but it, it was phenomenal. I, I really enjoyed it. And we won. And so, they, you know, they were talking to us a little bit afterwards. And um, actually, there's a video on their Facebook page um, of of us talking about about our, our victory at the end. Um, but uh, they were talking to us afterwards. And so they had sort of a mixed bag. You know, they had run they had run it a couple of times by the time I played it. And they had a win, a loss and a, like a draw, basically, um, on who went, who won or who didn't win. Um, so, you know, they were they were pleased to see that every scenario, even though it was the same scenario, they all turned out a little bit differently, um, which I thought was really cool. 
Well, and, and the best part is like it's not it seems like it wasn't weighed to one side. It was fairly balanced as the results they got. So that's good news. They, they made some some in in game adjustments. Um, so like there's this there's this this part early on where we come up across um, a bunch of plague plague bears and I destroyed them like instantly like I rolled superbly and killed them all. And they did no wounds to my unit at all. And he was like, okay, I see how it is. Deeper infestation on this side of the, on the, on this side of the island. And uh, I was like, oh shit. So, <laughs> so even though I did well, I, uh, I also kind of got myself in a little bit of trouble <laughs> because I, I did too well. I guess that's one of the adventures of a narrative scenario where you have kind of sort of a game master that can adjust yeah, the difficulty got, to keep it challenging. Yeah, you've got the leeway for that. Yeah, it would have been too easy for us to because so I had to be I had to be in the spot to, on the dock to pick up the patrol boat like at a certain point, and if he hadn't thrown those extra dudes at me, I'd have been sitting there twiddling my thumbs on that dock for like three turns, two turns, like two turns, because we just nailed we just nailed those dudes. I mean, just crushed them. And uh, so he was like, oh, oh, wait, you got too close to that bush. <laughs> Here's more guys. And then it became significantly harder. Um, although we still, you know, we still did win. Um, you know, I was I was trying very desperately not to leave any of my men behind. Um, unfortunately, they can't fit in the patrol boat, so they got left behind. Um, That's but poor they, planning they, on the part of whoever picked that patrol boat. Well, no, yeah, yeah. Obviously, somebody didn't really plan the whole scenario. Um, but I had to play with some of the uh, the interceptors, which is cool. Um, the the little flying Primaris dudes. They were Space Wolf themed, which was fun. Um, they the models were nicely painted. Everything. the The scenery was really great. I had a phenomenal time. I would love to do another event with them. It's it's fun because one of these it's one of those things that I've sort of heard talk about a bit. Um, yeah. I think I have another friend who might have done it. But also while reviewing, because I'm I'm sort of looking at not doing the team tournament in future years. Like I'm I'm still I'm going to do it at least one more time to make it an even ten. But my worry has always been, what else do I do if I'm not doing the team tournament? And with Titanicus and Kill Team, yeah, yeah. There, there's 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 more and more events that I can do now. Like it, it looks like I wouldn't necessarily be bored on Saturday and Sunday if I didn't do the, uh, uh, the team tournament. No. So, okay. So let's talk about Sunday for a quick, for a quick second. So, um, uh, Sunday morning I was like, you know what? I'm not, I can't do the kill team thing because I didn't finish my army because I'm a dork. Um, let me do a quick bag check to, to sort of prep for having to leave on Monday. And so I get up and I, well, I got up on Sunday. I was, um, I had a really late over. I had a really late night on Saturday. I think I went to bed at four mm -hmm. um, and I woke up for some stupid reason very early. But so I went, I, I stumbled down to breakfast because I had to have, I had to have breakfast. So I went down to the buffet at the, the restaurant because it's like, I need real food or I'll die from hungover. Um, and I run into one of my friends um, from the tour from the night before. And he was like, we had the quietest breakfast in the history of breakfasts because we were both super hungover and we were like mutually enjoying each other's company of not saying anything <laughs> until we both had something to eat. <laughs> 
Um, but so, so after, after breakfast, I went back up to go do this bag check and I realized there's no earthly way that I'm going to be able to fit all of this swag into my suitcase and be able to get it home. A common okay. problem at Adepticon, really. Okay, so here's here's the thing. This is like my fifth adep- fifth or sixth Adepticon. My ass ought to know better. I've done this before. And for whatever reason, I did not bring my second suitcase that fits inside of my larger suitcase. You fool. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So do you know what I did? You mailed your stuff home? Nope. You I bought went- a new sub- suitcase. I bought a new suitcase. I um I hopped on the uh the the hotel shuttle, which will take you like anywhere you want to go within like five miles or something. Hopped on the hotel shuttle, went down to uh I guess it was was Marshalls, and uh, bought a whole goddamn new suitcase. Took it back to my 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 room and promptly filled it with all of the stuff that wouldn't fit in my regular suitcase. I mean. I've done that before, also on a terrorist trip. Uh, hopefully, so. hopefully, I don't have to do it again. So, and uh, well, what was funny was this Sunday night at the at the like the the last night at dinner, everybody's laughing at me. They're like, "You should have known better." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Of course, I should have known better." And then a couple people were like, "No, see, listen, I went on the Japan tour, and uh, you know, I learned the, I learned my lesson there. I had to do exactly the same thing." They're like, "Don't feel bad, you know, for not planning ahead." I was like, "Well, you know, I still should have known better. This is not the first time that I've been, you know, been to Adepticon." And um, but I mean, those guys as part of the VIG bag, we got a whole starter box of a Song of Ice and Fire by Simon. That's that's not even the VIG it's thing. It's a suitcase. It, everyone got that. I got one. It's still in my goddamn car. Okay. Well, nonetheless, um, it's half my bloody suitcase. It's enormous. It's enormous. It's enormous. I don't. I don't even know what I'm gonna do with it. I don't have time for this. I. I don't know either. I'm probably gonna give it to to a friend who's really into uh, into Song of Ice and Fire. At least more than yes. I am. The thing is, I backed the Kickstarter. So you can I, get another one? No, I sold it. I sold it like months ago. So now I have it again. I'm like, well, now I guess I have to play it. It's the game that'll never leave. It is the game that keeps coming back to me. So. So yeah, so I, you know, I got all this Guild Ball stuff, like I that everyone swears is a good game, and I just never got a chance to play it. I play, um, I play I, Guild Ball. It's it's a pretty good game. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think you guys got the me. farmers like and the masons. Yeah, that that sounds right. Yeah, no, and, I uh, I've never played those teams. I play alchemists, and it's and, uh, a fun yeah, game. I keep, I keep hearing it's a good game. Um, I did, however, pick up the um, the Games Workshop dice tray. Right. That they had that was super cute and super super slick. Um, I accidentally ended up with two. How? I wasn't uh, well, so I I wasn't gonna be able to make it down. It they were they didn't start selling them until Saturday. Right. And I had an 8:30 seminar that was gonna go until like two or something. And the vendor hall opened at 10, and I was a little bit worried they weren't gonna have enough and that they were gonna sell out. So a friend of mine was like, "Listen, I'll go." And I'll pick it up for you. All right, cool. What he thought I said was bring me two. So I met up with him later and he was like, here's both your dice trays. And I'm like, what do you mean both my dice trays? <laughs> so now I have two. Now I That's have two. Good. I mean, yeah, you'll find four, someone who wants it. They were, they were, 40, they were $45 after tax uh, each. 
each. So that was a $45 I had not expected to spend. Um, but they are really nice. And conveniently, um, they were able, I was able to fit a bunch of like blisters and small miniatures inside of the box that they came in to help transport them conveniently home to help can, save me a little space in my bag. You, you know, it's desperate when you use the packaging of some loot to it's put listen, other listen, loot listen. in. It was, it was free space. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you what. So I, I had a really Nature crazy trip getting home. a vacuum. And uh, yeah. So my, my cool genius plan was to come home I was supposed to get in. Um, my flight was supposed to arrive around 11:30 or 12. I was gonna take the train into DC and go to Cherry Blossoms because it's my. It was a Monday, and literally no one would be there. And going there on the weekends is insane. Um, it's gorgeous and beautiful and wonderful, but you know, there's also two million uh, people also visiting the Cherry Blossoms, and I don't know that life. So that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna take my suitcase, just go downtown because I was three quarters of the way there anyway. And, you know, just, you know, spend a little time, you know, looking at the trees and whatever, have a nice time, and then go home. Well, so now I have two suitcases. So I'm definitely not doing that. And uh, then my flight, we, I get on my plane, and they start taxiing us out. We start going towards the runway, and then we get stopped. Because there's some, some light came on, and they ended up letting us sit on that plane for 40 minutes. Took us back to the terminal. We sat on the plane for another 40 minutes. They determined that they couldn't fix the problem to their satisfaction and kicked us all off the plane. I mean, it sucks, but on the other hand, find us a new plane. No, no. I prefer my plane um, being mechanically sound. Um, They are complicated creatures. And I'm not interested in being in a plane that is in tip top shape. I just wish it could have maybe happened sooner. Um, So I ended up not getting home for like five extra hours, but I had both of these suitcases. So by the time I got home, it was rush hour in D.C. <laughs> and so I'm standing on the train like an asshole with two humongous suitcases and a backpack full of people who just got off work and just want to go home and want nothing to do with me and my bullshit luggage, taking you know, up half the train car. <laughs> screw them. You're, you're allowed traveling. I, I yeah. I just you know I don't you know I'm not trying to try, I'm not trying to be an inconsiderate jerk. Uh, but I definitely ended up accidentally being an inconsiderate jerk. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, intent is important when you consider these things. Like, I I get that you don't want to inconvenience people, but you got to get home. Yeah, eventually. And then, what? oh, then when I did get home, oh, I didn't want to leave. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to be home. It uh, like, sounds like you had a pretty uh, pretty exciting Adepticon. Oh, well, it sounds like you did, too. I lay it on me. Wow. Okay. So let me first start by saying, for anybody doubting Adepticon, let me explain something. This was, by leaps and bounds, is the absolute worst Adepticon I have ever experienced. Oh, my God. And it was like, still amazing. What happened, man? Oh, my God. Let me tell you. So... You seem to be having a pretty good time when I ran into you. But that's what I'm saying. It's still fun, but it was the worst one. Like, out of nine Adepticons I've been to, this one was the worst. It was still a lot of fun. And that's a credit to how cool that event is. So, the thing is, the plan that we have, and we've been doing this for a few years, uh, me and my brother drive to Adepticon. That way, we can just pack my car... And just drive overnight. We leave at 9 o'clock in the evening from Montreal. 
do the whole drive. We arrive in Chicago about 15 hours later because of stops and stuff. And it's kind of a good time. Like we get to, to just chat and argue and, 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 and we do, we're just full of Timbits and coffee by the time we get there. It's amazing. But this year was complicated. Um, first of all, they closed the street in front of my apartment. So I had to walk two blocks to fill my car. That is roughly 12 trips with pieces of tables and army transports and luggage and a nightmare. But I figure that's fine. Once the car is packed, we're good. We're leaving. But there was another complication, see? And this is peculiar to my dumb life, is that I the Barnes & Nobles, this is going to sound terrible. I hate to sound like I'm bragging, but whatever. The Barnes & Nobles in Naperville, one of the suburbs of Chicago, about as far from Chicago as Schaumburg is. Um, yeah, I have a friend who lives there. I, I never get to see her even though I'm in Schaumburg. Yeah, I, I do. I have that problem a lot, too. I have a lot of friends in Chicago. It's like, oh, you're in Chicago? You should come and see me. Nobody. I have no time. But they really like one of my books. And when one of them found out through social media that I was going to be in Chicago, it said, oh, come sign copies of your book. Oh, no. Store. People like you. You're so cool. This sounds yeah. terrible. How is that? I, I don't deal well with um, any level of attention. So to me, that's the worst part of being a writer is like it, it, I, I'm grateful for it. Don't get me wrong. Like and I, I'll do any signing anybody wants me to do. But if you ask me, like, what the worst part of it is of, of writing is, it's that part. Like the, and it was really weird having people just be complimentary. <laughs> Anyways, but the thing is, it added, uh, it, it added like a whole detour, and I had someone to pick up at the airport at 1:30, so we had a very small window to drive to Naperville, go sign books, which my brother had a hell of a time laughing at how uncomfortable everything made me. And then drive to the airport to pick up people. Oh, and did I forget that about two weeks before Adepticon, I noticed that – remember when I said that uh, my, my laptop got destroyed by juice? Uh -huh. Well, the juice also took out my passport, but I didn't notice until two weeks before oh, Adepticon. So I had, to, I had to rush a passport done. So everyone's a nightmare. So I'm trying to paint figs. I'm behind. I know I'm going to have to paint at the hotel. Um, I need a new passport. I need to prep for this book signing. We need to do this detour. We can't waste any time and we need to stick to schedule to pick up someone at the airport. So already it's starting kind of hectic, right? And that first, that first day driving there, that's 36 hours a week. Like, I nap for maybe an hour or two in the car, but, like, it's mostly 36 hours awake. So when I got to the Barnes & Nobles to begin with, I was not in tip-top shape. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't great. Um, I'm glad they seem to have uh, – I seem to have done my job properly, so no one was hurt. Uh, so I, I guess that was fine. <laughs> so – that's all good. That's all good. So it, we, we arrive on Wednesday. We um, we have to sort of get to two hotels because I couldn't get all my nights at the Renaissance. So my first two nights are at the embassy. Oh, oh which, no. Which, by the way, embassy, not bad. Um, if I can't get rooms at the Renaissance, I won't be mad to be at the, at the embassy. Good hotel. Lovely hotel. That's fair. Uh, so we 
the, the person, my, my friend Amy, who we picked up at the at the, at the airport, we left at the Renaissance and dropped our stuff at the embassy, got back together, went out to dinner, went out to buy our booze, because we do that in advance, like adults. Um, yeah, got no, s- I had, yeah, we get, we get uh, beverages delivered um, to our rooms through the tour oh, if la, you want la. them. It's wow. pretty great. Okay, yeah. that's that's big. That's legend. By the, by the way, one of the other perks of the tour is that's a thing. I... So we can we can drink incessantly in our rooms. How did you. Terrace never tell me that? He knows I'm a moderate drinker. Probably because Terrace knows you. <laughs> True enough. The words <laughs> keep it coming would probably have been written at some point somewhere. Um, so... Wednesday was that, and we kind of we, we we managed to finish at, at reasonable times. Like we we went to eat, we got all our stuff. We even went to Target and get got some food, so we wouldn't have to like eat lunch at the bar all the time because that's all, always a hassle. So, a hassle and expensive. It's a hassle. It's expensive, and also like when you have a lot of events, being able to make sure that you can go there, eat, pay, come back to your event and not miss out and not be late is it's kind of difficult. Like it's a lot to juggle. So I I'm more comfortable just having like a peanut butter sandwich or something. So if we so we immediately started like f- sorting through whatever figs were broken, starting to repair, starting to sort what needed to be done and and yeah. spent a lot of time Wednesday night doing some of that stuff. And then there was Thursday. Now I signed up for three events at Adepticon. I signed up for the team tournament, which is two days. That kind of covers it, right? I yeah. signed up for the friendly, which is a half of a day on Friday, but it'll take out your evening if you do it well. Yeah. And I signed up for the Malifaux cake match. Ooh, yeah. How'd that I go? Like, I, I like Malifaux. I like cake. I like Malifaux too. And it's uh, it's an easy medal in theory. <laughs> For the past few years, every time my friend Amy's been at Adepticon, she's won the cake match because she's pretty much borderline a professional baker. She's and, cheating. Well, <laughs> you got to understand, like, she, she has to bake a cake at home, freeze it, put it in her luggage, fly it to Adepticon, decorate it in a hotel room, and then somehow win a contest with it. So kudos to her for doing that. This year, she burned her cake. So she had to use a store-bought cake, remove the decorations, redecorate it. Um, but what she did was amazing. She did like these, fond, uh, these fondant um, sort of uh, snowmen that look exactly what? like the nightmare version of Rasputina's. Um, yeah, oh, those things are so, so cool. Like the two-headed snowman or the snowman that has like this big mouth with teeth all over its body. Yeah, she reproduced those. Awesome. I'll send you pictures or I'll put the pictures Please. on the um, on, on, on the website, you. on the Facebook site. It was amazing. Like it was absolutely stunning. However, I got to bake a cake at home. I did not burn my cake. And I brought my cake, my amazing Reine Elisabeth cake. And it was delicious. Now, my decoration wasn't as fancy as her. I did, like, this fondant patchwork skin thing. It looked – I'm really happy with it. Like, it, it looked really cool, but it wasn't going to compete with hers. But mine tasted better. So she won best <laughs> appearance. I bu- I won best taste, but they didn't there have medals. We only got no! models. So we, we got some models. It's cool. It was, we, what, we, what models did you get? 
I can't remember like some singles and stuff. It's it's fine. Like it's good. Like it, it free stuff's always great. I'll find a way to convert into something. Um, they're not factions I play, so like I'm less enthused, if you will. But oh, I got to eat a bunch of cake, and I got really drunk while sort of playing. It wasn't a very highly attended event. There wasn't that many cakes to compete with. It was like three cakes, so mm-hmm. not exactly a high um, a high watermark to reach. But that took out a good portion of um, that took out a good portion of of the the day on Thursday because I had to finish. I had to decorate my cake and I had to actually do the event. So and so Thursday night, I did the only thing I could do was mostly um, mostly just you know try to work on my uh, my friendly figs to make sure they're ready for Friday. And we did go shopping on Thursday morning, which was fun, but I hardly bought anything. And I don't know why I couldn't, I just couldn't find anything that really grabbed me enough that I want to spend money on it. I bought some APC wheels for con- uh, conversions from Victoria Miniature, and that's pretty much it that day. Wow. I didn't even, I didn't pick up my Forge World order because who had time for that line? Um, uh, literally, order, so I no one has time for that line. I could not believe that line. Every time I went over there, even just to look at stuff, thirty minutes in line, forty minutes in line. I'm like, Jesus, Christmas! Ain't nobody got time for that. Nah, it was it was up, terrible. That's why you pick up your stuff on Sunday when no one is there because the that's line was dead on Sunday. That's what I did. I mean, the stuff is ordered. Why would yep. I not do that? So I painted deep into the night on Thursday, but I did eventually go to bed. And I don't want to say that was the last time I did that, but I did not do that again for 42 hours after waking up the next day. I um, I was so smart. I, you know, I made a, I made a good early night of it on Thursday. I didn't stay up too late. And then that was the end of that. I stayed up. Stayed out crazy late the rest of the whole rest of the time. <laughs> I don't want to say I stayed up stupid late, but I'm definitely I definitely went to bed past one one a.m. Especially since I had to I walk did, from I, Renaissance. I did, I did not go to bed before two thirty after Thursday. Oh no, me neither. I mean, and then and then I was up, and then I was up for eight thirty seminars because something is wrong with me. Well, that's the thing. The, the so, part of me. The part of me that in October says, you know what, I'll totally be available to get up at 8.30 for this seminar, um, is insane and needs to learn better. I like to think that past JF is really screwing uh, future JF's life and successfully. Yep. So anyway, so... so I prefer so the part of, of past Ashley that just orders Kickstarters and forgets about them and then they arrive. That does sound better. It is much better. <laughs> so... Friday morning, I, I did the whole like waking up thing. I knew that if I if I was gonna get any painting done in the morning, I didn't. Um, it was gonna be early, <laughs> but essentially, I just went to I just hung out a bit before the the the, the, the 40k friendly, and because 40k friendly started at 10, but Team Pink got together at 9:30, so oh, there was yeah. a lot of, there was a lot of rushing to be done. Mm-hmm. So at 9:30, like we, so. I did the friendly. Let's let's just leave it pretty much at that. The friendly thematic this year was a princess bride, and as always, Jeff and Brian just went insane with it. They had their costumes. They um they had their challenges that were connected to to the theme, 
everything was great. I was really happy with how my my pink uh, my pink tower army came out, but they weren't finished. Like they, they were tabletop ready and beyond. Like they were a pretty army, but they, like they lacked a lot of the finishings to be able to win best painted. So I, I didn't hold my breath on that. But as always, I had three pretty good games, and I had a lot of fun, and I drank a lot, especially after the organizers gave me a tiny little skull head bottle of crystal skull vodka to mix oh, it with no. my, my other stuff so yeah it, oof, uh, i like to pride myself in not remembering game two of the friendly and right now i'm not even sure i remember game one was, dude when i found you i couldn't even i'm i'm honestly a little bit surprised that you remember that we talked at all no no i, I do i here's the thing right the friendly i like to say i get drunk on uh, during the friendly and i i do i do drink a lot uh, but i don't what really increases the um, the inebriation is the fun. Like I'm not just drunk on alcohol, like because I'm I'm not even a pleasant drunk when I just drink alcohol. So I don't do I don't get drunk on booze a lot. But you get intoxicated with just the the, the sheer atmosphere of the event. So add yeah add a bit of alcohol a bunch of fun and of course i'm yelling and hugging strangers and saying really really inappropriate things i mean you were only mostly inappropriate with me it was fine <laughs> i don't <laughs> want to know what that means <laughs> okay if you don't remember i'm not going to remind you i won't i won't let you i won't make force you to relive that fantastic <laughs> I, I agree to the terms <laughs> because of we're part. friends good <laughs> So anyway, the, the friendly ends at like 8 p.m. It, even though it's only three games, like they last, and there's there's other stuff in between, and everything's a good time. We did, we decided that that evening we were going to have a, we always have a steak dinner at the restaurant at the hotel. We decided that this we're going to do it on Thursday, so we do that. It ends relatively late, and then it kind of dawns on me, I still really haven't painted all that much for the team tournament. That's the next morning at seven. Uh. So I go up to my friend Amy's room. Um, cause she's, we, we dumped everything there cause she has a room to herself. So we figured like, <laughs> let's invade. Oh, let me tell you what, that is always the route I will go from now on. Getting a room for yourself? Room by, room by myself. Amazing. Amazing. Um, it was, it was not inexpensive, but I went through the tour and as happenstance, um, typically during the tour, you get paired up with a roommate. Um, but I was the only single lady, so I got a single room Ooh. and this is at the jam. So I actually didn't end up paying any more for that. Ah. Um, through, through sheer happenstance of luck, I, uh, I got a single and it was the best. Yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. I usually share a room with my brother, so that's fine. Like, we're yeah, used whatever. to it, so it's not a big deal. He, he's very tolerant of me crawling back into the room two hours after he's gone to bed, so thanks, thanks, Phil. Uh, so <laughs> I went back to the room, to Amy's room, and started painting. Eventually, she, she was trying to help me paint. Eventually, she fell asleep, and... The next morning, the sun came up, and I was still painting. Oh, the rest my. of my team came to pick up the uh, our display board and bring it downstairs and start installing it as I was still painting. And then they started <laughs> grabbing models as I was still painting. And I eventually brought down the last two models that I airbrushed some lighting effects on at the very last moment to the display so that we could get judged. <laughs> 
that's how close we cut it. So let me tell you. I'm not, I'm not really sure it could be any closer unless you were like painting models as the judges were approaching. Sincerely, I could have because there's some details that still bothered me. But the judges came by almost the moment I got there. And I'm team captain. So I somehow, after 42 hours awake, haven't been somewhat drunk for a portion of the previous day, tired, extremely stressed and exhausted, I have to explain our theme and point to the clever conversions to the judges and not look like an idiot. And apparently I pulled it off. Because well. <laughs> l- later that day, they they gave us the little paper, the precious, precious little paper that says that our team is invited to the showcase. So we managed to pull that off, which is a goddamn miracle. Um, our games were fun. Team tournament is always kind of a, it's kind of a crapshoot a bit. And I was a little tired. I was very wary also because like I had two new teammates and know how they would handle the sort of pressure of the team tournament. They did well. My friend Tony, who brought the booze, um, was the life of the party, which was great. He's also the one guy who got the most sleep. So I guess that kind of figures. But also he <laughs> he made the booze. He dist- helped distribute it. So that worked out. Um. Like, I, I, I'm not going to say which game was which, but we did have, like, one game where our, our opponents were, there's no real polite term to describe it, but bad sportsmen would be. Oh, like, I, I hate scoring someone's sportsmanship as would never play again, but those guys ran away with that trophy pretty good. Yikes. Um, like, they, they were bragging about their level of sportsmanship, but, I mean, they show up with 2 to 15 Ludas. They pull that crap where you surround a transport with models so that when it blows up, the, 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 the models inside can't deploy, so they die. Like, every... Every friendly, under... Yeah, every... Well, yeah. I mean, it's a team tournament, so I guess you need to be a little bit, bit more cutthroat, but if you're going to be cutthroat, try to do it in a way that's not going to have your opponent score you zero on sportsmanship. Yeah. Because that's, that's... what happened. Like... Especially, you're already winning. You're already winning, and you're pulling well, that kind of thing. Rub, just rubbing it in your face, yeah. So yeah, it wasn't great. And and just to just to make just to make it worse, at the end, the, the our opponent asks me like, "Is this your first Depticon?" To which I just asked him, "Why are you asking me that?" He says, "Well, you didn't seem to know your list." It's like, yeah, because we bring a new list every Depticon. That's well, yeah. that's how we roll. Um, so just, I don't want to say awful people. I don't know what's going on in their lives. Maybe they're having a terrible, they were having a terrible week, but unsportsmanlike in absolutely every facet. Like the, the only thing they could have done worse is just call us names. But otherwise (laughs) out of five games, the other four freaking delightful. It was, um, I had a super good time. There was, there was one opponent that was a bit slow, but he was still like a good sport. And that was a, like our last game where no one cares if we're like, we lost so much, Ashley. <laughs> I've never, we did bad. Like I'm never, I, I was put in charge of lists and I said, well, I'm putting thematic in front of everything else. And apparently that's not a good strategic option. Um, we saw it. We saw it a good time. So we did the showcase. We installed stuff at the showcase and the judging took forever and i was closing on my 42 hours i got to go eat a burger and at some point so someone served me a drink that they mixed specifically um 
to uh, help with my current condition. Mm. And at some point, it dawned on me, I've done it. <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm done. Like, we're, 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 we're doing the showcase. Like, the, the, the dice are rolling. I don't have to go back to a hotel room and paint anymore. I don't have to necessarily. I don't have to. I don't. I don't have to worry about going to sign some books, and and, and have to confront all of my anxieties about receiving compliments. Like I don't have to do any of that. Like I can finally just. I can wake up tomorrow Sunday, and go play two stupid games of 40k. Have a blast. Have a good time. And I I've done it. So that felt really good. And eventually, I managed to go to bed. I was at the Renaissance then, so I didn't even have to cross any parking lots in the cold of night. <laughs> and I woke up the next day with a burst blood vessel in my eye because of how tired and anxious I was. Oh, no. <laughs> it was great. It was the best. Um, and so I'm, I'm still tired. I get downstairs, and there are immediately the people we're playing in are serving us rum and, and other drinks. And it's that was Sunday. So to cap it off, just to um, because never should my procrastination be rewarded, but still it constantly is. We still managed to win best display, uh, best traditional display because they split the display awards in three ways. Yeah, I was at the award ceremony. I waved. You did not see me. I had a lot going on in my brain at that moment. Actually. Yeah, I know I you stuck. did. I think it was I concentrated entirely on walking. A lot of it was. A lot of it was. Um, I was also like I, I we were also I was also famished. I didn't eat all that day. So I was the only the only calories in my body was pretty much I had some granola bites that uh, one of my teammates brought and whatever alcohol kept being served to us by our teammates, uh, not teammates, but our opponents, which was a shocking amount. So, yeah, no, it was it turned out to be a great Adepticon. It just murdered me. In yeah. so many ways. But here's the best part. And this this is where Adepticon is kind of the best thing in the world for me. This is why I call it Second Christmas. It's immediately after the war ceremony, we picked up our stuff. We went to, to the Pac-Man restaurant bar thing. Yeah, that you guys went. super cool and everyone should go to it. It's no, 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 no. Don't, don't go. Don't go. It's hard enough to get reservations. Uh, <laughs> It's terrible. Don't go. No, everybody should go. It's it's really good. Like the the food is good. The ambiance is good. If you want to play games or bowl, it's 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 got that too. Like it's amazing. I I I, I and a friend of mine that I met on the tour, we defeated the Jurassic Park game, where you fame. kill a lot of velociraptors while oh. trying to save the Triceratops and the T Rex and the Brontosaurus. Or this sounds yeah. too involved for my mind at this time. Well, we were really drunk and we were shooting things. It was all we really wanted to do. That sounds more like a Texas thing, but okay. So I mean, Merca, Merca. Uh, to be fair, um, I was doing it with a Brit. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, other countries have guns. That's not yeah, the but, issue. But, 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 you know, like we actually had a very lengthy drunken discussion about the difference between what it takes for them to acquire a firearm versus what it takes for me to acquire one in Virginia. Well, yeah, like, go, we, we need permits. You need to go to the corner store. We get it. You need it. to go to the corner store. <laughs> hey, no, it's it's fine. Like, I, it's fine. Like, I don't judge every culture, no, no matter how weird. But anyway, so here's, so here's the... judgment on that. 
I I try not to. It's difficult. Yeah, we deserve it. Eh, I wouldn't say that. You're a product of your culture and history, and this is a very complicated TED Talk for which I do not have time right now. <laughs> so at that Pac-Man restaurant, one of my favorite parts of Adepticon starts. It's when I'm sitting with my my, my, uh, my team, we're eating, we're drinking, we're reminiscing, we're patting each other on the shoulder for that very unlikely medal we just won. And then we start planning the next year. Obviously. And we, we did a bit of planning there at the restaurant. And then me and my brother, for a, almost a solid 15-hour drive back to Montreal the next day on Monday morning, where, by the way, we had to drive my friend back to the airport that morning. And that's all our luggage plus two bags of loot. It was difficult. <laughs> but anyways, went to IHOP that morning was great. But for the entire drive, me and my brother just kept shooting back and forth ideas for how two things how we're what we're gonna do next year for Depticon and we've got it nailed we we've got every detail planned almost and how to make sure Depticon does not kill me in 2020 because I can't do that again Ashley. yesterday I can't do that again I need to start be yesterday done. that we have you need to, we have you need to- Okay, good. Oh my god. But a large portion ooh, of my color tests good. for a color scheme is done. My brother already ordered all the models he's gonna need. We're like we're in pretty good shape. Like I've ordered all the models I need for the friendly. Um I'm I've I've got my year cut up in like three portions. The first portion is I'm doing my friendly army in the first four months. Then I have mm-hmm. four months where I'm going to be painting the, the my my thousand points of models for the team tournament, and then I have another four months where I'll be working on my share of the scenery for the display board. Like we've got it all planned out, and cause I, I can't, I'm not gonna survive doing this again. It wasn't good. It's still pretty intense. It, I, it when you get normal nights of sleep for Depticon, they're five hour nights anyways. They're precious five hours. Yeah, you need them. You won't survive without. So I, I think you can understand from the description of what I went through why it was the worst Depticon, but also through the enthusiasm in my voice why it was still a great Adepticon. I don't think there's such a thing as a bad Adepticon at this point. Um, mine started out um, less optimistically than I would have liked. Well, you were coming uh, off some rough times, and then you have to meet yeah. some strangers. Yeah, then I had to meet some strangers, and who wants to meet strangers on a good day? <laughs> I don't. I hate. No, it. I actually, I actually am super extroverted. This might come as a shock to you, um, and I it love doesn't. meeting people. Um, <laughs> it shouldn't. If it surprises you, you don't know me at all. Um, but, but I, no, it. You know, I love meeting a person at a time. I don't. I'm not great at well, Adepticon is not the place for you. But I, I think that's the thing. Like Adepticon, I've never been uncomfortable at Adepticon. It's it feels too much like family. So um, yeah, I, I I think I think I can agree with that. It does it does feel like visiting family. And uh, even if it's the family that lives 15 minutes away, who somehow you only manage to see at Adepticon, even though you're several <laughs> hundred miles away from home. Yeah, and every year I keep convincing more people that from my normal friends group to come to Adepticon too. 
Yeah, so I have a bunch of friends who had never heard of it before who all play 40K, and they were like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to this great thing. They're like, maybe we should go next year. Uh, yeah, maybe you should go next year. So what looks like it might happen next year um, is uh, I might be driving with my housemates, or at least several of them, <laughs> up to the event. Oh, it'll be fun. It does sound like a pretty damn good time. I I can't wait. There's there's a good chance we're going to be three in the car next year as we drive up. Um, I mean, this is kind of our traditional drive now. We've got all our stops scheduled. We, We... our first stop once we've crossed the border in the United States is at the Steak and Shake to really get into the spirit of things. Oh, my God. Steak and Shakes. Shit, man. Oh, yeah. We don't yeah. have those right around here, but but they're they're around. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's actually delicious bad food. Oh, it's – yeah. No, it is, exba- it is exactly all of those descriptors. Right. It's super cheap, and I feel like, like we usually get breakfast at the time we pass Steak and Shake, so – Whoa. I don't know. It's, it's our tradition. Steak and Shake breakfast? Yeah. What? Oh, my yeah. God. You have eggs and egg sandwich and, and, and all that I stuff. I had it's, no it's idea. Now, of course, I don't have a Steak and Shake you know, near me. The only time I would go I would go to them was when I was in Kentucky, and I haven't been there in many years. Oh, my God. And, and steak, steak and Shake for me is, like, the, the, the most cheating food I can possibly get. Like, I... I don't eat meat super often. I tried like, in the past few years. I've been trying to eat better. So going to what is just the ultimate American greasy spoon, as far as I'm concerned, is a delight. I love it. That's crazy. So I'm looking I, forward to it. Epcon next year. Just say it that much. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, I was feeling was feeling some hobby burnout. Um, to be honest, like when I was like rolling up in there and. Uh, I might still be feeling a little bit of the hobby burnout, but it's not as bad. Like, I don't know. I'm feeling six of one and a half dozen of the other kind of about it at this point. Um, I don't want to paint anything. I don't want to play any games. I don't know. Um, I've been yeah. painting. It sucks because, because normally, normally like after, after Adepticon, I'm like, yeah, all the hobby things, all the hobby things. And then I have a super seriously productive like month or two after the hobby after the event, but this time's not really happening. I'm hoping that moving will, and having a dedicated painting room, it's going to be a room full of desks for us to paint on. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You're going to have to take pictures and and show that off. Take pictures and I can do live streams because it'll be a room with everything in the room for me to paint with and do. And oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Um, um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Hopefully one day I'll, I'll be able to come and visit and play games there. Uh, I live near D.C., man. Cheap flights are, flights are cheap here. No, I have other friends near D.C. Like, I could make a thing of this. Flights I are need, cheap. I just, I just need more vacation time and money. I'm actually, I'm actually moving uh, a little bit further out. So I'm going to be closer to the cheaper airport now. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh... Getting, asking someone for a ride to the airport isn't like asking for two hours of their life now because <laughs> it's like 15 minutes away instead of, well, it could be 30 minutes away, but it would never be 30 minutes away because traffic is a nightmare here. But yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, 
it's going to be awesome. Anyway, I'm going to be super close to the airport. I can come get you. Like, we could play games on my cool table. You could play with my hobby studio. Mm, meet all my nerd friends. Yeah, mm, it'll be good. You should come cool. visit. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. looking for, I'm, I'm hoping to be able to make that, something like that happen, like in 2020. Like, 2019 yeah. is booked so far. Um, but yeah, yeah, mine's a little busy. Maybe. Yeah, it's a little busy, too. I got uh, all these plans. I got Nova coming up in a couple of months, which mm, is basically I've, here at this point. Yeah, I've got Dragon Con the same yeah, weekend man. as always. I I really hate that, that, that this is always going to be how it is. Like, and The irony is, here's the funny thing, is one of my friends that I hang out with at Dragon Con is one of my friends from the D.C. area. Mm, yeah, all my friends in the D.C. area all go to this event instead. Because <laughs> like, it's like it's in our backyard. Like, how do we not go? Yeah, and as when that starts rolling up, maybe we can get some interviews and and, uh, and start pumping and promoting that, too. So right. I, I guess the moral of the story is that Adepticon is still amazing. Yeah, no, that's that is the moral of the story. It's great. It's wonderful. If you can't go, you should try to go. If you do go, say hello to us. And if you did go uh, for for uh, Defcon 2019, get get on our Facebook page and post some photos of you and your models and what you did and and tell just, us about just, it. Yeah, tell us tell us your story. Tell us your Defcon story and try to make it sound more sane than mine. I don't think that's going to be hard. I won't survive. Low bar to set. Low bar to set. Well, first of all, I'm not, I'm not paying, painting most of the models anymore. Anyway, so I is that our episode? Are we done? Like, usually we have Matt to sort of keep us in line for time. Um, yeah, Matt, Matt keeps us in line, but when the cat's away, the mice will play. Right. So what else do you want to yeah, talk about? Yeah, that's what I like, have do, here. do you want to talk about Matt? Should we talk about Matt behind his back? He's gone. I mean, I think he's going to notice when he edits the episode. Yeah. He did, That's he amazing, did. isn't he? Yeah, that's the greatest because he does edit our episodes and we would be entirely lost and useless without him. And he's going to have and such a hard he, time with the sound of this episode. I really apologize, Matt. Uh, my laptop exploded. We'll have to figure that out later. Um, I got it apart and I unplugged the battery and it didn't fix it. So I've now exhausted my abilities to fix this problem. Ouch. I'm very sorry. Uh, yeah, because that's totally what I want while I'm trying to like move house and you know get all these sort of things organized and whatever. You know, is my laptop to explode? Whatever. Thanks, universe. Well, I hope you get it fixed, especially in the next three weeks when you'll be back to record with us again. Right. Um, hopefully, I get <laughs> well, to record an episode with Matt in the meantime, so that we don't leave our listeners oh. um, waiting again for a long period of time. Hanging. And otherwise, well, uh, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll catch you on our next episode of 40K Radio. Cheers. Have a good one.